Hello and welcome back to Global Value. In today's video, we're performing a fundamental stock analysis of Syntas Corporation, ticker symbol CTAS. We're looking at Syntas today because they are a dividend aristocrat. Dividend aristocrats are members of the S&P 500 who have consecutively increased their dividend payouts for each of the past 25 years. In the case of Syntas, they've consecutively increased their dividends for each of the past 38 years. So that's a very strong dividend track record. Additionally, the company is up over the past year, which is in stark contrast to a lot of the other members in the S&P 500. Right now, Syntaz is trading for $441.94 per share, and they're up 9% over the past year. Over the last five years, the company is compounded at a rate of 22% annually. Over 10 years, they're compounding at a rate of 26.5% annually. And going back prior to the global financial crisis, over the last nearly 18 years, Syntas has compounded at a rate of about 14% annually. Keep in mind that their average dividend yield over this time frame would be in addition to this compounded annual return. Right now, Syntas is paying out about a 1% dividend yield. And over the last 10 years, Syntas has also paid out about a 1% average dividend yield. So if that would have been the case over this nearly two-decade time frame, then Syntas would be compounding at an annual rate of about 15% annually, which strongly outperforms the S&P 500 over this period. Syntaz right now is about $30 below their 52-week high. They're up about $100 from their 52-week low, and they're a large business. They have a $45 billion market cap. For additional background about the company, in its core uniform and facility services unit, which makes up 78% of sales, Syntaz provides uniform rental programs to businesses across the size spectrum, mostly in North America. The firm is by far the largest provider in the industry. Facilities products generally includes the rental and sales of entrance mat, mops, shop towels, hand sanitizers, and restroom supplies. Syntaz also runs a first aid and safety services business, which makes up 11% of their sales, a fire protection business, which is 7% of sales and a uniform direct sales business, which is 4% of sales. The company provides its products and services through its distribution network and local delivery routes, or through local representatives to small service and manufacturing companies, as well as major corporations. Syntaz Corporation was founded in 1968 and is headquartered in Cincinnati, Ohio. So for our fundamental analysis today, we are performing the select six analysis, taking a checklist style approach of six standard financial metrics to come to a holistic and beginning understanding of Syntaz based off of their business fundamentals. So this analysis is still an evolving process. It's a work in progress and it's an opportunity to learn in public. So it will continue to improve and get better over time. With that said, let's get right into today's analysis. So starting things off with metric number one, we want their average return on capital over the last five years to be above 14%. And there are two main reasons for this. The first is that the average publicly listed business earns about a 7% return on capital. And the second is that over the long run, over the course of decades, a stock is likely to return approximately what its underlying business returns. And these business returns are going to be captured here by return on capital. So by asking for a benchmark of 14% or higher, we can potentially build in some margin of safety for ourselves based off the overall quality of the business being about twice as good as average. So Syntax has increased their returns on capital over this time frame. Over their last 12 months, they're earning about 24% returns on capital, and averaged out Syntas is coming in at around 19% returns on capital, which are returns on capital that are nearly three times better than that of a typical business and solidly above that 14% benchmark we're looking for. So this is a check to start things off here on metric number one. Next up for metric number two, here we're taking a high-level overview of the growth of their business. So we're looking for revenue, net income, and free cash flow growth over the last five years. This metric is all or nothing in nature, and either all three of these are going to be up for this to be a check, or if even one of these is down, this entire metric will be an X. We're also including their last 12 months worth of numbers in our calculations here. 
over this time frame, Sintes has had pretty stable revenue growth. They've grown their revenues by about 30%. Their net incomes are up by nearly 50%. And at the same time, their free cash flows have increased by about 85%. So it does look like the company is getting some operating leverage out of their business. This is strong, stable, and steady growth across the board here for Sintes. So this is our second check on metric number two. It's especially a nice sign to see that they've had strong free cash flow growth over this period because free cash flow is really the lifeblood of any business. And a business can use its free cash flows to reinvest back in the company, pay dividends, buy back shares, make acquisitions, or pay down debt. So ultimately, a business's abilities to produce free cash flows now and until judgment day, discounted back by some reasonable interest rate, is what that business is going to be worth. Again, it's great to see such strong growth here for Sintas. This is our second check in a row. Next up for metric number three, here we're taking the perspective of an individual shareholder in the business by looking at Sintas on a per share basis. So we're looking for earnings per share growth over the last five years. We learned in our previous metric that their earnings are up by 50% over this time frame, but we still want to take a look at what they've done in terms of their shares outstanding. Likely a positive for long-term shareholders in the business, Sintas has repurchased around 5% of their shares over this period. This is important because when you purchase a share of stock, what you're really buying is a fractional ownership percentage in that underlying business. And so when a business buys back shares by decreasing the amount of stock that they have outstanding, they're increasing your ownership percentage in the business, which ultimately increases the percentage of the business's profits that you're entitled to. And doing this without you having to spend a dime. So it's almost as if the company is making a partial acquisition of itself. So just like with any other acquisition, we want the company to be getting more value than the price that they're paying. Sintas had about $7 worth of earnings per share in their fiscal 2018, and over their last 12 months, they brought in about $12.28 worth of earnings per share. So this is yet another check. We're perfect so far through our first three metrics on Sintas. Next up, metric number four is going to be very similar. We're looking for free cash flow per share growth over the last five years. Again, as we've learned, their free cash flows are up strongly over this time frame, and with their share buybacks, their free cash flows per share are also up over this period. Over extended periods of time, a business's earnings and their free cash flows should be roughly about the same or roughly be proportional to one another. Even though ideally we'd be looking for this on extended timeframes, meaning 10 or more years, over this condensed five-year timeframe, this does look like this is roughly the case for Sintas. That could be potentially a very broad brushstroke of quality accounting in the business. But again, that's just at a very high level. With yet another check here on metric number four, we're perfect through our first four metrics, four checks so far for Sintas. Next up for metric number five, we're evaluating how the business is utilizing debt. So we don't want to be investing in overly levered businesses because during economic downturns, it's overly levered businesses that are going to be at the greatest risk of poor outcomes. So we want their net debt, which is their total debt minus their cash and their short-term investments to be below the amount of free cash flow that the business has produced over the last five years. So Sintas ended their fiscal 2022 with about $3 billion worth of net debt. That's still about where they are at currently. And over this time frame, Sintas has earned about $5 billion worth of free cash flow. So on a historical basis of these free cash flows, that's more than enough to comfortably support this debt position. Also worth noting is that over their last 12 months, they've earned about $1.3 billion worth of free cash flow which is roughly in line with their fiscal 2021 and their fiscal 2022 numbers. And that's significantly above where they were at to start this period. That means on a current basis, it looks like they're even more so able to support this debt load. This is yet another check here on metric number five. We are perfect five for five through our first five metrics. Then our sixth and final metric, the big metric of them all, we want their average free cash flow to their total enterprise value to give us a yield that's above 5%. If this is the case, this will potentially give us a slight risk premium to the yield of the 10-year treasury and potentially offer us a reasonable starting point for evaluation of Sintas. 
So we're using their total enterprise value here because it takes into account both their market cap and their net debt position. And it's going to give us a perspective of the economic reality of the business that's more similar to as if Syntaz were a private company. So we learned that over the last five years, Syntaz has earned about $5 billion worth of free cash flow, meaning that in an average year, they're earning about $1 billion worth of free cash flow. So when we divide their $1 billion of average free cash flow by their $48 billion total enterprise value, that gives us just slightly above a 2% average free cash flow to enterprise value yield. So that is coming in below the yield of the 10-year treasury. And that's also less than half of that 5% benchmark we're ideally looking for. So coming in all the way at the end here, this is going to be our first and only X on today's analysis of Syntaz. As on an average basis of their free cash flows, it does not look like this business is currently giving us that risk premium we're looking for. Additionally, when we're trying to get a current free cash flow to enterprise value yield for the business, over their last 12 months, they produced about $1.3 billion worth of free cash flow. So to get that yield, when we divide their $1.3 billion of their last 12 months of free cash flow by their $48 billion total enterprise value, that only gives us about a 2.7% current free cash flow to enterprise value yield for Syntaz. So that again is also below the yield of the 10-year treasury right now. Just because this is an X and just because this is off here on both a current and an average basis of their free cash flows doesn't mean that you're necessarily going to throw this business out. It just means that this business has a higher potential of being more appropriately priced by the market currently, but there were still quite a few things to like about the business, especially in some of their other fundamental metrics. Please be mindful that this is not a buy or sell recommendation of any security, and these metrics are meant to be taken in holistically. While they're simple in nature, when combined together, these metrics can be very powerful. And we're not quite done yet. Then as a bonus here, we're looking at Syntaz's dividend profile. So again, Syntaz is a dividend aristocrat. They've consecutively increased their dividend payouts for each of the past 38 years. Right now, they have a dividend yield of about 1%, which is under that of the yield of an S&P 500 ETF, but it does have this 38-year track record to boot. So in all five of these years, Syntas has been able to comfortably support their dividend payouts with their cash flows. They've steadily increased their free cash flows per share, and they've maintained a very comfortable dividend payout ratio. One thing that looks a little interesting here is that it looks like their dividends per share did go down from 2021 to fiscal 2022. However, that was not the case. Because their financial year is off from the calendar year, the way that their dividend payments ended up falling were incorporated slightly differently and are recorded slightly out of sync. So going back on a calendar year, basis. Syntaz has consecutively increased their dividends over this period. And they most recently paid out a dollar and 15 cents worth of dividends in their most recent quarterly dividend payout. So their dividend payments are continuing to increase and it looks like they're comfortably supported by their cash flows. So even though this is a snapshot of their past five years of performance and is not going to be a guarantee for the future, it does look like their dividend is in pretty healthy shape going forward. Then everything we've discussed so far is important, but there's something missing that in my opinion is the main reason to analyze Syntaz, which takes us on to using a discounted cash flow model to come to a potential fair value for the business. So a discounted cash flow model is just like any other model in any other discipline. Its outputs are going to be sensitive to its inputs. So here, starting with their free cash flows per share and then using historical growth assumptions dating back to 1990 based off how the business has grown their free cash flows over this period. So it's up to you to do your own homework to determine whether or not these historical growth assumptions are both going to be accurate and applicable going forward for the business to give us a baseline projected estimate for Syntaz into the future. So assuming that their free cash flows grow at a rate of 11% annually for the next 10 years, and then assuming a terminal stage for the business where this free cash flow growth rate is cut in half and they only grow at a rate of 5.5% for the 10 years out after that, so projecting 20 years into the future in total, 
If we were to add in their tangible book value today and we were seeking a potential 10% rate of return for the business, then it looks like there's not a margin of safety in their current stock price and that a fair value for the company would be about $237.5 per share. That's quite a bit away from what their business is currently valued at, trading at a PE ratio of nearly 36 and a price to book ratio of nearly 13. Using these same historical growth assumptions, it looks like from today's valuations of the business, you could only reasonably expect about a 3.5% rate of return going forward for Cintas. So keep in mind that for both of these discount rates, this would be including their dividends, so we would not be doubly counting this 1% dividend yield. Also be mindful that this would be drastically underperforming how the business has fared over the past nearly two decades, and there are reasons why this may or may not be potentially accurate for the business going forward. So again, if you're potentially interested in Cintas, it's really worth diving in and learning deeper about the business. So please be mindful of the fact that this type of analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. And before considering any potential investment decision, please consult with the properly licensed and registered legal and financial professionals. In just a minute, we'll talk about our summary for Syntaz, but we have to address something first. What are some of the qualitative aspects of this business, especially those around the key points for a potential long or a potential short thesis of the company? So starting with some of the key points around a potential long thesis for the business. Number one, there's still ample opportunity for expansion as companies in the sizable unvended market look to outsource their uniform programs and facility services. Number two, the firm's impressive sales execution is supporting robust new business wins and greater penetration among existing customers. It's also helping Syntaz to realize material cross-selling opportunities with the former G&K operations. And number three, Syntaz's industry-leading operating efficiency stems from its significant scale-based cost advantages achieved through superior route density. Then for some of the key points around a potential short thesis of the company, number one, Syntaz periodically acquires firms to diversify its business. These haven't always worked out in the past, and it's possible the firm will make another poor investment decision. Number two, since Syntaz's core uniform services business is correlated with U.S. employment trends, its operating performance is highly cyclical in nature. And number three, the firm's competitors are not standing still and large providers like Unifirst and and Aramark are also pursuing market share. So hopefully that offers a potentially balanced perspective around some of the key qualitative aspects of this business, supporting both a potential long and a short thesis of the company. Now it's time for our wrap up. So in summary, Syntaz checks the box on five out of six of our metrics. They're earning average returns on capital of nearly 19% over the past five years, and these have been very steadily increasing over this time. The business has also grown quite nicely and stably, growing their revenues and net incomes modestly and growing their free cash flows by quite a bit. They bought back 5% of their shares outstanding over the past five years, and on a per share basis, these metrics are up as well. Then it looks like the company is using a reasonable and appropriate amount of leverage in their business. Based on their abilities to produce free cash flows, it looks like the company is easily able to support their debt loads. However, on a basis of both their current and their average free cash flows to their enterprise value, when we compare that against the yield of the 10-year treasury, the yield from their free cash flows does not look like it's giving us that appropriate risk premium that we're ideally looking for as Syntaz's free cash flow to enterprise value yield is below the yield of the 10-year treasury. Then looking at their dividend profile, it looks like the company has a very healthy dividend and that they're maintaining a wide gap between the free cash flows that they're bringing in and the dividends that they're paying out. It also helps that they're in a comfortable debt position. And while there looked like there was a little strangeness based off of their fiscal years not lining up perfectly with their calendar year payouts, Syntaz has paid out a dividend every year since going public and has consecutively increased their dividends for each of the last 38 years. Then finally, performing a discounted cash flow analysis of Syntaz. If you've done the work and you believe those historical growth assumptions are going to be accurate and applicable going forward into the future, then it looks like you could only reasonably expect about a 3.5% rate of return going forward from Syntaz today. 
as the company seems to be trading at quite a premium valuation. However, there are a number of reasons why that might not be potentially accurate for the business going forward. So it's worth reiterating that this type of analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. And before considering any potential investment decision, please consult with your financial advisor. This analysis instead serves as a beginning and holistic understanding to help you determine whether it's worth your time and energy to dig in and learn more about Sintas. One resource that will definitely help you stay up to speed with what's going on in the market and help you learn more about the business is Seeking Alpha. Checking out Seeking Alpha directly supports the channel as I'm part of their affiliate program. So most of you probably know Seeking Alpha as a source of community written articles on different stocks. But over the past little while, they've actually become a lot more than that with their new offering, which is Seeking Alpha Premium. Premium has a number of different features where you can track buy, hold, and sell ratings on your favorite stocks. These ratings are from the Seeking Alpha community, Wall Street analysts, and Seeking Alpha's algorithm. You can see earnings call transcripts, investor presentations, SEC filings, and press releases all in one place. You can add your own margin of safety targets and get alerts for when your favorite stocks hit that level. You can get unlimited access to Seeking Alpha articles, and you can tailor your rating experience based on the type of investor you are. You can get 10 years of financial data on any stock to help you with your analysis. You can also import your portfolio into your Seeking Alpha dashboard to make research easier. And if that didn't convince you, the best thing is that an annual plan is only 99 bucks. That's only 27 cents per day through my referral link down in the description below. Normally premium is $239, but they are currently running a general offer for $119. But if you use my link, it's only 99 bucks. So check it out if you're interested. So as a value investor, you're ultimately trying to conduct this research as if you're going to own 100% of a business and you can truly understand the ins and outs of that company and understand what's important and what's not important for the business going forward to, re to really know the underlying essence of the business. So through this deeper research, you'll learn more about the qualitative and the quantitative aspects of Syntaz, and you'll likely be able to determine for yourself what a reasonably appropriate intrinsic value for Syntaz will be. So with that said, that's it for today's fundamental stock analysis of Syntaz Corporation, ticker symbol CTAS. Again, we looked at the business today because this is a dividend aristocrat. Syntaz has consecutively increased their dividend payouts for each of the past 38 years. So that's a very sustained track record through a variety of different environments for the business. And through our analysis, it looks like Syntaz is a strong company, although that although that's seemingly being appreciated at the moment. So if you learned something and or you enjoyed today's video, please be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel for more stock analysis videos, and comment down below what business you want me to take a look at next time. Thanks for learning about Syntaz with me and have a great day.